there's a new member of the Final Four Club, and they hail from Lubbock, Texas. There's a spirit and the Texas Tech Red Raiders for the second time in three years are headed to the College World Series. Welker takes it at the 11. New routines pave the way. Welcome in, everybody, to the Talking Tech Podcast, powered by The Nation, part of The Nation Podcast Network. I am your host, Stephen Rodriguez, my co-host, Tristan McGonigal. Tristan, it is officially UT Hate Week. Dude, you've gotten good at that new intro. That was seamless. Like, you Thank didn't you, even man. skip a step on that. Thank well, wake, welcome, wake them, wake them <laughs> to UT Hate Work. Hate work, man. I was just Yikes. complimenting on your smooth start. Well, yeah, I and you just completely messed everything up right there. Yeah, thank well, you for that. Horns down, okay. That's all I gotta say. Yes, horns down. Uh, we play Texas this week. Uh, it's uh, it's a big week. It's a big week for tech fans. It's a big week for UT fans, especially considering this is one of the last times we're gonna play uh, the Texas Longhorns in all sports. I imagine. Um, and, and we're talking to, of course, Kyle Umling, who most of you, if you are loyal talking tech listeners, absolutely despise. He's a, uh, he's on Twitter. He gives us stats that we don't like. And, um, you know, you, you just, you just don't like to listen to him, but what we listening to him now, me and Tristan like him. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Uh, you know, he just has that Twitter personality. And if you only know him through Twitter, of course, you're going to hate him. Um, but yeah, we have a great interview coming with Kyle to talk all things UT Tech. Um, wanted to start off first with a quick, um, you know, just thoughts and prayers to uh, Bryce Ramirez, who, um, you know, suffered that awful injury against NC State. Um, just something you hate to see. Um, football is a violent sport. We all know that. Um, but when you see something like that happen to one of your own, it's just a absolutely brutal and uh you hate it for the guy former walk-on was making his first start and uh uh you know wanted to wish him the best in his recovery and man especially with the the season he was shaping up to have i mean not that you know performance is everything but he was really looking like he was going to put a stamp on the program um just obviously a heartbreaking way to go um but uh you know he was putting the body on the line for the team and i mean what more can you ask for a teammate uh, and also props to nc state you know, yeah. for uh, being cool about it and giving all the support they can to him as well. Yeah, no, NC State's been awesome. Uh, uh, Coach Doran and uh, another player, I believe, visited him in the hospital. Um, you know, NC State's uh, athletic and, and training staff and everybody was there to help him out as as good as you can. But, um, you know, just seeing that, seeing that type of injury, we've seen it plenty of times. Joe Theismann, Alex Smith, you know, even basketball, Paul George and all that kind of stuff. And it never gets easy to watch. Uh, me personally, I haven't seen it for one of the teams I root for. And that's what makes it even worse um, because you just hate it for the kid. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, again, we just wish him the best. Absolutely, man. Well said. Yeah, absolutely. But um, let's, uh, let's talk a, a quick second about NC state before we talk about uh, we talk to Kyle NC State, um, listen, the defense played good enough to win. They did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyree Wilson had a hell of a game. 
Uh, Rabbit had a hell of a game. Malik Dunlap played out of his mind. Um, this defense is something different. Mm-hmm. It's something that we haven't seen at Texas Tech in a while. Um, it's a bunch of guys that are not only talented, but really care about uh, playing for this team and, and playing good football. And I'm excited. The defense is going to keep us in a lot of games this year. And um, the offense was bad. We all know it. Donovan made some mistakes. Um, receivers made some mistakes. Kitley made some mistakes. Um, you've already heard it all, but um, you move on from this game. I think, in my opinion, um, I'm, we're now five days removed from the game. So, uh, you know, we're not as emotional as we were as the game just happened or something like that. You know, we were much more pissed off on on Saturday night and Sunday. But, you know, you look at this game as a learning tool for both Donovan, for the rest of the offense, for the play callers, for the coaches, everything. Um, you, you lost to a good team. That's straight up what it is. Perfectly said, man. It's a, I, I, it's the first loss of a new coaching tenure, so that's always a little tough to swallow because the honeymoon phase starts to kind of drift off a little bit whenever reality really starts to set in that, you know, you are going to lose. It's going to happen. So uh, we got this first one under our belts, but, you know, there's also a lot of positives. I know we're kind of focusing on the negative here, um, but let's go ahead and end it on the positives that this defense has surpassed every expectation we thought over the yeah. summer. We thought if we could just be serviceable, we're good to go. But DeRuiter has these boys really trying to change the image at Texas Tech University of what defense is. So I'm really proud of the way they're stepping up. They've held every team below any any threshold we can we can cover with our offense. So we cannot ask more than this team. So uh, hopefully uh, the other side of the ball picks it up, which is kind of weird to say for uh, as a Texas Tech fan. But obviously there's a lot there's a lot been going a lot wrong over there as well with injuries and such. So hopefully we can pace together a great. Game plan this week is uh, we have a very big one on the horizon. Yeah, and I mean, the good news is Weston Wright is back this week. Um, you get another guy over there at your left guard position um, to just help against this UT defensive line, which we talked to Kyle about it. It's pretty darn good. So, um, you know, I think our teams are, are very similar. Uh, we're going to talk about this uh, in the Kyle interview. But, um, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be a fun matchup. I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way. I think it's going to be fun, and it's a it is a, one of the last times UT comes to Lubbock, and it's it's going to be wild. Sell out, red out, let's go. Selfishly, I'd like it to be a blowout a certain way. Like I oh, wouldn't sure. be mad about that. Like that's that's fine with me. Yeah, no, I wouldn't hate it. Listen, if Texas Tech wins by fifty, I'm not going to be mad about it. What do you, what do you well, want from me? All I know is Texas Tech's done pretty well against UT in the year of 2020. <laughs> yes. Okay, I, I thought you were going a different way with that one, but yes. 2022, we've kicked their butt, all right? <laughs> two wins in basketball, two wins in baseball, only one loss. We're, we're doing great. Let's continue that trend in 2022. We're going to talk to our buddy Kyle Emling. Here's that interview. All right, we are here with Kyle Emling for the third straight year. Uh, he's been on before every Texas, Texas Tech football game. He continues to come on, and we appreciate it very much. Uh, Kyle, if you don't know, I don't know how you don't know him, but uh, if you're a Texas Tech fan, you absolutely hate him. You hate his Twitter account. You hate uh, all of his mess that he talks about Texas Tech. Kyle, what is up, man? Nothing much, Steven. What's up with you? Oh, dude, you know, just looking forward to one of the best games uh, of the year in terms of football. I tend to agree with that. You know, It is always a hoot. 
Yeah, yeah. last year was so much fun, and <laughs> Tr- Tr- Tristan went down to Austin, and uh, oh man, dude. I was about to apologize for the delay on your inaugural guest plaque uh, <laughs> with the you know the the, the national guest championship uh, twenty empty at the bottom for a little extra flair to it, but yeah. Um, unfortunately, that's going to be backed up again, Kyle. I'm sorry. I hope you don't complain Dang. to our customer service. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> uh, so uh, last year, you were you were going to try and get a free beer from a random tailgate. Did it work or not? I, I don't remember what happened. Kyle, uh, I'm, I'm afraid to tell you that I, after a few breakfast juices, unfortunately... <laughs> Forgot to find a free breakfast juice utilizing oh. your identification uh, cred. So I, I, I'm going to be Maybe honest here and say I, I didn't I didn't press it. And obviously after the Dang. game, I just wanted to get out. Yes. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about 2021. 2021 is way in the past. This is, yeah. it's a whole 2022, year. 2022 is going to make 2021 look like, I don't know, it's, what's another year. It, it's going to look, gonna awesome. it's, it's going to look so like much better. Year. It's going to look so be much awesome. better because we know that, you know, hopefully Texas Tech will put up a, a, a better fight than what we did last year. Um, <laughs> let's talk about I, – I, before we talk about tech, Texas Tech, uh, we just saw in the news uh, pretty recently, I think two days ago, um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State have decided to end the Bedlam rivalry, um, at least for the significant future. Um, you know, an, an obvious effect of Texas and, and Oklahoma leaving for the SEC – um, Kyle, it seems like everything that Texas has with the remaining big 12 schools is going to diminish and just not be played right. anymore. Uh, what are your thoughts on not playing schools like Texas tech and Baylor and TCU? And yeah. I mean, I, I think it's going to suck just because we've been playing y'all for, you know, since the sixties, like it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, no one likes change. So a right there, just it's going to be weird and creepy feeling. Uh, secondly, it's just a good, it's just a, it's just a good old time. I love this. I love the tech Texas uh, game. It's just, I mean, usually it's in our favor, but it's always a good game. I feel like even even the blowout. I it was it was still a it was still fun to watch. If if you probably Speak agree with that for Tristan. yourself, goodness. <laughs> uh, but like you know, uh, two years ago. That uh, overtime game, that was exactly what I we we all thought it'd be, and we what what we wanted to be. That's what everyone wants it to be, and I think it's going to be a close one this year. A lot of fun. Um, it's it's just going to be weird not not playing y'all again, and you know, and and just the the basketball stuff. That storyline is really added to like the spice of this of this uh, rivalry. So like it's 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 gone. It's just yeah, it's gonna suck. I I, I thought there was like rumors that we we're gonna sign on to play tech is like our one like main non-conference game, but I don't even know where that went. I haven't heard about it in a while. So I don't know if y'all know anything about that, but I was looking forward to that. But yeah, there was, we'll there was see. definitely talks that uh, it, it looks like there was an article that came out a couple weeks ago, actually that mentioned that. And originally when we talked to you last year, we were like, okay, this is going to be like a continuous deal, like a 25 year deal. Yeah. Tech and Texas are going to keep playing in the non conference. And now it looks like, um, according to that article, um, uh, it looks like Texas officials have kind of backed off from that commitment. Um, and I don't know if that's the SEC telling them, hey, 
don't keep playing Texas. I don't know if that's Texas thinking, right. uh, you know, they're they're a little too good to keep playing Tech or what. I I don't know. It's uh, it's a whole thing, and I, yeah. it does it. What it looks like right now is that Texas and Texas Tech are not going to play each other when Texas leaves for the SEC for a long, long time. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know that will just make March Madness even crazier, and like exactly. the College World Series even crazier if we meet up. So it'll still be it'll still be good. It, yeah. it just it just won't be on a annual. Uh, level which, which will suck but yeah. yeah for sure yeah yeah it, it does suck because i mean we we all know that there's definitely teams that we'd rather see on an auto at a conference slate i think that's one of the most exciting parts about a schedule coming out is yeah. seeing you know who's in those slots and i mean yeah playing north carolina state is, is fun and all and i mean they're a great team it would have been a great notch in the belt but you know, it's 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 different than playing, say, Texas A&M or UT. I mean, those games obviously just mean way more to you as a fan right. because those are the people you go to work with. Those are the people you go to dinner with and to, to and people, the families you marry into. Exactly. So it just it really sucks to see that part of college football and college sports in general be ripped away. And obviously this bedlam thing is huge. I mean, my parents live in Oklahoma. That's like enormous deal up there. And just to see that get just get split away. For you know, it's it, the, the the root of all evil, of course. But it just it just sucks. Kind of a, a tough pill for all of us to swallow, no matter what side yeah. of the pill uh, the coin you're on. So it's just kind of it. Just obviously, we all we all universally say sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's even worse in Oklahoma because you know, like in Texas, there's like 12 FBS schools, tons of mm. FCS schools. The fandom could be spread out a little bit, but like in Oklahoma, it's like it's like what Okie State, Oklahoma, and like Tulsa. And that's it. Like yeah. you're. Everyone there, you know, is one or the other. So, yeah, it, yeah I mean, it, you, it, it, it's weird. Yeah. And you've definitely seen stuff like, you know, you saw the backyard brawl get revived this right, year. That and was everybody awesome. went insane and it was yes. awesome. And, you know, Pitt, West Virginia. And you hate to see that every couple of years or uh, not happen for every 10 years. You want that to happen every year. It's like, you know, if y'all were to lose, you know, the AM game was a big deal for y'all to lose. And now, you know, just think of if you lost the OU game every year. I mean, it's just, it sucks. Right. It sucks that for, would be, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just a, it's, it's just something with uh, the state of college football that's disappointing. And we all know that. And it's good that you recognize that too, because I think there's a lot of people that are going to better situations. You know, I mean, pretty, uh, it, it's a better situation going to the SEC. You know, you're making right. more money. Your program is in a better, you know, state or whatever. Uh, it's good what USC and UCLA are doing going to the Big Ten. Uh, technically, yeah. it's good for the program, but well, it's not it, good yeah. for the camaraderie of college sports. Yes, yes, for sure. But so, but you know, it if anything, like uh I think all, all I think all it did was cement that the Pac 12 is gone. Like they're because you know, Oregon and Washington are trying to talk to Big Ten still. There's rumors of like the Arizona schools and Utah still coming to the Big 12. Like it's they're they're down bad. They're they're gonna <laughs> lose everyone. And it that puts the big that posts the Big 12 up in like the probably the fourth spot of like of like a new like power four in the future. So I mean there is that. I guess it's more separation between power and group of five schools, but um yeah, it, I hate losing rivalries. I hate losing in-state schools to play. You know, like you said, it's people you work with, people you go to dinner with. I, you could like in, in Texas, you can go to any like function and you'll see 
Oh, you'll see someone who went to Texas State. You'll see a, mm-hmm. a Baylor Bear. You'll see all walks of life there, and it's it's awesome. It's just weird. Like, don't play them anymore. So, but I, I mean, it, yeah. it's it's you know, obviously, it's interesting that you bring up the uh, the 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 nail into the Pac-12 heart with the uh, UCLA and USC leaving. People are obviously saying the same thing about the Big Twelve, but the Big Twelve managed to uh, patch back up. This isn't the Big 12's first rodeo, after all. Um, we're just a cockroach that will survive any nuclear blast to try to <laughs> even attempt against that, us. That's probably the best uh, description I've ever heard of the Big 12. Yeah. <laughs> we won't die. Um, we refuse. But, I mean, uh, Philip Slavin of the of the 1012 always puts it so great. You know, what's, what's, what's happening right now in college sports is not realignment. It's consolidation. So what, what's, what's happening is, you know, while we're saying, yeah, the Big 12 is dying, but it's everybody in the big 12 is also saying, look, if our ticket is punched to the new power to monster to hyper to whatever you want to call it, we're going to go. So there's only two conferences that are even on solid ground anymore. If you even want to talk about it, which is kind of a weird state to be in. It's just, it's probably the shakiest we've ever seen the the structure of the, our favorite sports ever. So it's, it's yeah. a bizarre time. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Kyle, I'm curious because we we talked to you a little bit. It was more fresh last year, obviously, because that was when all the news dropped. But what do you think about the state of Texas, uh, the Longhorn program uh, going into the SEC? Do you, do you, are you more positive? Are you more negative? Uh, yeah, what, what are your, kind of your thoughts? More positive, like, you know, more uh, better for recruiting, better for revenue, all that. Um and it's it's kind of like a preemptive chess move to make sure you're in that what did Tristan say hyper hyper two whatever mm-hmm. yeah uh, it, you know it, I think just looking out for that in itself and just having that safety net is worth whatever the move is I you know uh, whatever the future of college football is if you're in the SEC and Big Ten you at least for now are you know you're going to be at the top tier so uh, so I guess in that respect it was a good move. Can you, can you just imagine being a freaking uh, Indiana or Mississippi State right now? Just, like, just yeah, the just, uh, just, just absolute like, ah. uh, yeah. <laughs> relaxing, just being at the bottom and everything. And just, yeah, yeah you're, you're safe. R- Rutgers yeah. and Vanderbilt are just yeah. loving yeah. their life. Geniuses. Right you know, it's like Absolutely. you got Texas Tech and Oklahoma State, you know, two like very, uh, very prominent programs going, what the hell? Why are our trailer hitches connected to these? Trucks, you know, it's like why? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I do love this new Big Twelve that it's going to be in. I think there's kind of a a, a new uh, respect for each other in this new yeah. conference that's coming up because you know we can all we can all kind of team up and hate UT and for right, you, right. and that's exactly. I mean we've yeah, always done that, so but new. now it's just that's so yeah. weird to us. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I I I've been wanting to add Cincy and BYU for for years. And I think those are great ads. Houston's a good ad. Central Florida on the up and up. I think only one missing in that like region area is like probably Memphis is the next I would I would snatch if I was the Big Twelve. I, I've wanted like Memphis in there for a while. So if you don't yeah. get Memphis, that'd be cool. Well, I think I think um, I think old new commissioner is is really trying to get some of those pack schools, and that's his top priority right now. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's the smartest move. Well, you well, stay yeah, alive. Arizona, Arizona State, two amazing yeah. baseball historical programs adding that to the big 12 which is already like a new powerhouse like that's that's very very like similar and uh right up there with sec and they're like slate of historical good teams so Mm -hmm. yeah like if you could add those guys that'd be sweet 
Yeah, no, absolutely. So, okay. So your, your whole thing, everybody knows this, uh, a bunch of Texas tech fans, obviously are going to be listening to this podcast. Um, they despise you from your Twitter yes. personality, from your statistics yes. that make us sad. Um, <laughs> um, and, but you know, what we try to express, uh, is we know you, uh, as a person, I, you're this third time you've been on the podcast and you've been awesome every single time. Um, but you know, you come out with, a, with some hard hitting stats, a lot of, uh, historical stuff, a lot of, uh, you know, because Texas has a long history of being good in football. What I wanted to bring up specifically was the last, um, like uh, 10 years. You know, you think about when we fired Mike Leach, when you guys fired Mac Brown, our schools have been pretty similar uh, in football. We've been I, I was looking at some of the statistics since we yeah. fired Mike Leach. Texas Tech has a 47 percent win percentage. Now, yeah, that's not good. It hasn't been good. It hasn't been a good decade yeah. uh, plus of, of Texas Tech football since uh, Texas fired Mac Brown. They have a 53 win percentage. So, you know, it's it's better, but it's not that much right. better. Right. I mean, we've both been very disappointing programs. We both since in the last 10 years have had two NFL first round picks. Both Texas Tech and Ooh. Texas have had two, the same number. Yes. And, you know, from that aspect of it, I think a lot of Texas fans still kind of hang on to the past. You know, and think, hey, we, you know, we are this blue blood program, but both of our schools have performed pretty similarly the last, you know, 10 so years. Yeah, this is all Mac Brown's fault. Uh, he he made it. He was on his knees, made a deal with the devil during that Nebraska Big 12 championship game. He's like, if I can just get this, get this second back, Lord, I our Lord demon devil, I will I will succumb to your your lust and you can t- take my body and do whatever you want with the texas program and so when, when he signed that deal with the devil he was like oh i'm gonna go to the natty i'm gonna have a chance to win but what he didn't realize is the devil plays tricks on you so he was like i'm gonna screw you starting the very next game so this is all his fault <laughs> That's, it's, it, it's the only thing it's, I, so, I can't so think of blame, any other facts you blame mac brown there's a lot of texas tech fans that put the mike leach curse uh, mm-hmm. On our university, so it's a, a little similar. Which is yeah. broken. Yeah, officially, it's, we beat him. The, Listen, the demons we, have an exercise. Yeah, all all you guys have to do now is Texas needs to beat North Carolina in like a bowl game. Yeah, and then you're exonerated. Uh, and you'll be better. Well, I I really thought that during this Bama game, I thought Bryce would would go down in the first like two minutes. With like mm-hmm. a similar Colt McCoy shoulder injury, or and then our programs would just flip flop back to what they were, because like we basically started the, the Bama dynasty. That game yeah. started it, so it's our fault too. This is all Mac Brown's fault. <laughs> we can blame so, both Texas and Texas Tech being bad at football right. on Mac Brown. Officially, so, yeah. So so we would have freaky Friday if that happened uh, during the Bama game, but instead, who knows how much longer this is going to go down? Yeah. Hopefully, not much longer. Uh, you know, it's it's always better when, uh, well, from our perspective, it's always better when Texas Tech is better at football uh, and, you know, you would say Texas. Um, right. But speaking of that Bama game, speaking of this year's team, oh, yeah. you know, yes. um, a lot of difference uh, I think I've seen from UT and I think a lot of difference mm-hmm. I've seen from 
Texas Tech, uh, we're both in either, you know, the early years of a new head coach tenure, uh, somebody that we think is going to turn the program around. You know, we both said that we both had two miserable uh, head coaching hires the last couple of years. And yes. um, I, this is the guy that's going to turn it around. What, do, what have you seen from the Texas team this year that is improved or already showing better than what last year's Sark coach Texas team is? Uh, basically, uh, first is like Moxie. We had so much Moxie in that Bama game. Uh, you know, last year's Texas probably still would have hung with them the exact same amount, but then at halftime, just they would have just taken the brakes off and just drilled us the rest of the game and probably gone up with like three scores, you know, um, like covered their spread and stuff. Uh, but just hanging on the entire game just that in itself was um, a giant change. And then you saw it again in UTSA the very next week. We were down by 10 in the second quarter, and then we held them to three points the rest of the game after that point. So, you know, last year we couldn't go into halftime and change anything. You know, they they were able to make uh, adjustments, which is very helpful in football, I've come to realize. <laughs> so so have them having the ability to do that, I'm already very excited for this this year because like half of those games last year that were those we were leading big in the first half and then lost. I would say half of them were very winnable if just a few things were tweaked. And I think this this team is what those tweaks are. So I think we'll win a couple of close games this year that we would have lost last year. So right there is already a big jump in um, wins on the season. So, yeah, I, I, we're heading in the right direction. Sounds like uh, he's talking about what we always wanted Cliff Kingsbury to do. Like, he was like, the guy needs to make adjustments. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. You know, we, we can have more than one game plan, Cliff. You know, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we just need a, a few halftime adjustments. And, um, you know, I've, I, I'm, it, it pains me to say this, but I have been impressed by what Texas did, especially against Alabama. You know, holding a team that, uh, that good, um, obviously, you're at home, so that helps. That, yeah, uh, but but still, you're holding a, a, a Nick Saban coached Alabama team to a one point victory. I mean, it's it's a difficult thing to do. And but we've right. seen Texas kind of play up to their competition before. You know, right. they yeah, played. Yeah. yeah, they played the, the LSU game. Champion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was just yeah the LSU game. We've seen them beat Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. You know, right. we've seen them play pretty good games when they're playing good competition, but it's just the consistency of, you know, showing up every week. And, uh, you know, what are your right. kind of thoughts on this year's team doing that? Um, I think. Because, mm, I mean, we've already seen, you know, it was a close game against UTSA. If you went out and right. played the same game that you played against Alabama with the same fight, the same heart. Yeah. You know, you would you should have killed UTSA. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, so I, I mean, I guess we'll, we'll find out in the tech game because, mm -hmm. you know, tech, um, if we do continue with the same, like, um, defense and stuff, uh, like our new standard, then this game shouldn't be close, yeah. but if it's old Texas, if it's, um, yeah, if, if it's old Texas, it's it's close game no matter who we play. So I think if it's going to be like a back and forth kind of thing, I think, oh, it's kind of hints of old Texas. If if we get a lead and keep the lead the entire time, then I'd say, oh, mm -hmm. it's a new Texas. So um, we'll have to see. I think tech, tech is a good test on 
what the rest of the year will hold for sure with Texas. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I I think this is a pretty uh, you know looking at both teams. Obviously, Texas has you know a great recruiting class every single year. They have some mm-hmm. unbelievable talent. You look at Bijan Robinson. Obviously, you look at Xavier Worthy. Um, you know you have some real pieces on this year's team. Uh, but you also had Bijan Robinson and Xavier Worthy, and he went five and seven last year. So it's 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 just right. utilizing that talent, and that is what Texas has not been able to do. And I think that's what Tech fans are a little, you know, we're envious of it because we don't get the number one and number two recruiting classes in the Big Twelve every single year. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yet, you know, Texas does, and they they haven't been able to do much with it. And I'm sure that's what frustrates you and what frustrates a lot of Texas oh, fans yes, as definitely. well. Yeah. And so it's it's going to be interesting to see how they come out with each game because the talent is always there with Texas. Right. It's yeah, always yeah. there. Ta- yeah. Talent's never been an issue. Recruiting's never been an issue. It's, I guess, coaching. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah. Uh, and that's I mean, why we keep, that's why we keep trying new coaches. Yeah. Exactly. And so yeah. we're, we're both on, uh, you know, I think we're on pretty similar uh, yes. wavelengths right here in terms exactly. of we really believe in our coaches. I don't know what your what are your thoughts on Sark? Oh, I I I I love I liked the hire. I thought it was a great hire. Um, you know, everyone would throw out, oh, he, he's this is his average win loss record every time he's head coach, and it's like, oh, it's like seven and six or eight and five. You know, it's not it's not great. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, but. You know, he. I, I like his like the culture he's bringing. I like his attitude towards the players. I, I like how he's offensively like. Uh, he puts the offense like as a priority. Like he wants a high-powered offense that can score on anyone. And I, I like watching, you know, uh, high-scoring games. So, I think that fits in perfectly with what I want to see from my team. Because like you know, if we if it, say we were like, uh, Purdue and like Indiana, you know, like some of those games are like three to seven or, you know, yeah. so I, 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 I prefer high powered offense. So I'm glad he's on board. I'm glad he likes to do crazy things and try new things. So, um, yeah, I love him. Absolutely. And I think you should, I mean, second year of your head coach, Tristan, I want to ask you from a tech fans perspective, <laughs> what are your thoughts on Joey McGuire going into this game? Well, I mean, like I, you know, said over and over again that the guy's guy has an immense fan buy-in, you know, and that that matters. That means something. And he's really built up that credit, which is why I don't think you've seen anybody give up on him at all. You know, fans are so reactionary and Texas Tech's not an exception to it. Obviously, you're gonna have the psychos are saying he's no different from Matt Wells, but um, I still feel really good about him. I still feel really confident, and I think the sellout uh proves that. You know, if, 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 yeah. if the fans weren't still bought in, this wouldn't be a sellout, even though it is UT. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's one of the biggest games of the season, but it wouldn't it doesn't always just sell out just because it's UT. I mean, if right. you suck, you suck. And if you don't believe in your coach, <laughs> you don't believe in your coach. Right. So it's I do. I, I do think that the fans are still so fired up for Co- uh, Joey McGuire just because, you know, he's a different cat, man. He really he really yeah. brings a different sort of energy to Lubbock that's been missing, you know, since maybe what early cliff. So I, I really like it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I mean, you people that have listened to us know our thoughts on Joey McGuire. We're not after one loss to a ranked top 16 yeah. NC State team in Raleigh. We're not ready to quit on old Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is this is going to be a real test 
because if you're a Texas Tech coach and you beat UT, you're automatically, you know, put up in the Hall of Fame. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just I now I'm not I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We don't beat y'all very often. And you know that and everybody else knows some that. strange juju spice, man. Yeah. I want whatever Kansas has. Like, what it, the heck is it, dude? It really is. I mean, you look at that stat that I said earlier. UT's won 53 percent of their games since they yeah. fired Mac Brown. That's a long time. I mean, that's there's no reason that we should keep losing to you as much <laughs> as we keep losing to you. And right, it's yeah. just this weird juju, man. Yeah, it's y'all, y'all are two and ten since we started our worst decade or our worst period of football. Like, I just don't understand. This is also one of our worst periods of football. So we gotta we're on the same wavelength here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but man. you know, it's man, y'all need a win be... Saturday, guys. <laughs> yes, you, we do, for your man. Souls. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hopefully we start... you don't get it though. <laughs> Listen, I understand that from your perspective, but uh, we start three and one in the first year of a new head coach when most people were expecting us to start one and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think that's pretty, pretty damn solid. And having this right. game in Lubbock, does that scare you even a little bit? I know there, we haven't won a no, lot in it, Lubbock. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't because it's at uh, what? Two thirty. Mm-hmm. It was at nighttime. Terrified. Daytime. Yeah, yeah, cute little uniforms, but nighttime is just <laughs> scary. I, I hate Lubbock at nighttime. I, those games, it's probably it's probably Crabtree's fault, but I yeah. hate night primetime games against Tech in Lubbock. It no, not yeah. for me. I mean, I mean but that's def- that's definitely one thing we're really looking for with Joey McGuire, right? I mean, it's been a while since you know people have been like, don't want to go to Texas Tech. You know, it's just we yeah. used to be one of those feared places, and unfortunately, just you can't live up to that reputation when you suck. So I really hope that this is the start of defending the home court, you know? Nice. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's been a lot of talk about your quarterbacks. Um, you know, obviously Quinn Ewers going down in the uh, Alabama game. He was having a fantastic start to the game and yep. unfortunately took the same sort of injury that our first string quarterback, Tyler Shuck, suffered. Same thing, collarbone. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks to see your starting quarterback go down. Um, what are kind of the – I know Sark is very – uh, he does not want to yeah, talk he, he about. He doesn't want to talk about anything. He hates it. He hates talking about quarterbacks. He hates talking about giving any team any sort of advantage over whatever. Right. Uh, but, but we've seen some people are saying Quinn Ewers is is practicing. He could yeah, potentially he, he, play. He, he, what's what are he you? Is, he's thoughts? ahead of schedule. Like they they initially said six weeks, and now it's like, oh, it's week by week, <laughs> and now he's like ahead of schedule. So people are saying, oh, he might play against tech but i i don't think sark would rush him in that fast and mm-hmm. risk do something worse and you know not getting that lucky uh so i i think he's healing fast but i don't think he'll be rushed back in i think we'll i think if anything maybe like ou weekend is my yeah. thought so you're thinking it's going to be hudson card against tech um i, what, I, I what's think, your confidence think, meter well my confidence meter is definitely higher with uh yours but you know he's uh, still done okay, you know. I think he's done better than he did last year. Mm-hmm. You know, not just sucking up as soon as the game starts. Um, like uh, that Arkansas game was like the dagger and like the yeah. Hudson Card fan base. So, uh, but he 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 did fine against UTSA. Played the whole game. You know, I thought like the third string might start or something or switch with him, but he played the whole game, won it. I saw him scramble on on a two and twenty where. Like he's like he has an ankle injury, but and when he's when he's doing those sprints, like you can't even tell. So uh, he's giving it his all. I know. So that makes me like him. So until Quinn's back, 
he's he's I think he can pull it off. Hopefully Quinn's back by OU though. Yeah. Is there yeah. still a nervousness though around card? Because I feel like there is with the UT. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just because uh, we, we watched him just crumble and fold last year. So it's like it, it's hard to like give that image or get that image out of your head when he's on the mm-hmm. field. So and then like and then you see like the night and day difference when yours came out and he went in at first. And you know, like you, you can notice why he's like second string and not the first string. Um, so it, it, uh, he's just missed that little that little something that yours has. And um, and then with last year, yeah. So I'll put all that together, and it's it does make it hard to have faith in him. But I think a, I think a solid win here will restore some of that for a lot of people, hopefully. Yeah, I, I we'll see. I really have no idea. Yeah. I have no scope on this game, and I, I normally I have like a feeling. Or I have, you know, just yeah. some well, analytical analysis or something like that. Right. But I, I tend to agree with you that that's why I said I think it's going to be close this year. Like, yeah, I, I just just the way these teams are like matching up. You know, like y'all's um, offensive line is newish, so is ours. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're very similar teams. Our defensive yeah, yeah. lines that's are. That's why awesome. I, I can't. That's why I I don't like if there is any kind of spread on this, I would like not take it. Like you don't. Yeah. It's it, it could be one score game. It could be back and forth the entire time. Who knows? It's going to be weird. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, we're, we're both playing our starting or our backup quarterback. Yeah, right. We're, QBs, yeah. <laughs> we're both playing an offensive line that is pretty shaky to start the year. Yep. Uh, yep. We're both have fantastic defensive line showings. Uh, you know, ours played really good against NC State. Y'all's obviously yeah. played very good against Alabama. Um, and I, I, we're just really similar and, teams. Yeah, and, y'all, and y'all always have quarterbacks that can sling it. We know that. Always have yeah. good receivers. So, yeah, it's. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think unfortunately, had one go down. Great um, game last game, but yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see. I think it's going to be it's going to be fun. Uh, this game is always fun. Yep. Let's let's talk about predictions, okay? Because obviously, we have two Texas Tech guys here. We have a, a, a Texas guy here. Uh, we're going to be a little biased. We always are. Right, uh, but and there's here. no bias on this podcast. There's no bias, <laughs> only pure analytics. Yeah, objective <laughs> takes here. <laughs> Let's start with Kyle. You're the guest. Sure. What's your score prediction? Um, you know, I could see 35-32 Texas. Okay, that's a good. That's a good prediction. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's spicy. Solid. Yeah, that's a solid prediction. I think it's a little lower than most people think, but I think those inexperienced OLs against those more experienced DLs. I think that'll make the score a little less. So that's why I went with that. All right, Tristan, what you got? All right. So this is a, this is a pretty significant game more so than normal. It could be the last time the horns come to the, the Yano Estacado, the West Texas plains and Lubbock, Texas there last time they see the <laughs> tortillas fly for a while. And you know what? Let's uh how about I just match Kyle's at 35-32, Kyle, Texas Tech. How about that? Huh? <laughs> Let's go. Damn. Wreck of tech, baby. <laughs> I think I I listen, I respect both of y'all's opinions very much. So um this game is gonna be much lower than what y'all are saying. This score. Uh <laughs> both both of these defenses are much better than the other's offenses, especially with Hudson Card and Donovan Smith showing what Donovan Smith's done this year. This game is going to be 21 to 20, Texas Tech. Ooh. Uh, and now, it, uh, again, we're all saying it's going to be a close game. We're all saying right. it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. It's going to be one of the best games of the college football weekend. 
which is awesome. Right. Now, from me and Tristan's perspective, we obviously need this <laughs> to go our way because this is going to be one of the last times we play y'all uh, right. ever. You know, yeah. And 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 so I have to yeah. I have to predict a win for Tech. Yes, for sure. I, I totally agree with that too. Like, uh, I wanted nothing more than that win against A and M because I was like, who knows when we'll play next? At least yeah. we have this for mm. however many years. So yeah, I agree. Getting yeah, a win here would be sweet. Let's have it be on a last minute field goal like y'all did too. Like let's just repeat it exactly. Oh my god, don't even, don't, don't even whisper that into the into the <laughs> no, please shout it into existence. <laughs> no, but um, you know, either way, we all agree it's gonna be a fun game. It's always a fun matchup. Uh yep. there's a little it bothers me and Tristan and a lot of tech fans. There's a, there's a, a lot of people from the Texas fan base that don't consider this a rivalry or don't want to, uh, you know, acknowledge that Texas tech is a thing and just say, Hey, we're Texas. We're not bothered by you. What do you, what do you think about those people that kind of say that kind of stuff? Cause you see it on every Twitter thread. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think they're maybe kind of in denial. I don't know, but yeah. You know, Cause like, you know, you don't choose, you don't choose your family. You don't choose your rivals. Yeah. Like, it's like it just happened from playing each other so much. It's turned into like, it, it, I you know, I don't think there's any way you could say it's not some sort of rivalry. So if people say that, they're, they don't know what to talk about. Yeah, for sure. I, 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 think it's, that. I, I think it's always said out of jest. Like, it's just a jab, you know, to be like, hey, you know, well, we don't care. But, you know, here I'm going to say something, even though I don't care, you know, kind of, kind of thing. It's just, right, yeah, I yeah, think that's yeah. more of how it goes. Yeah, I, I don't care, but. But play tech, I really, really want to beat them. <laughs> I don't yeah. care, but it, yeah. it feel better, a lot better if we beat them, you know, in any yeah. So <laughs> that that feeling, I you have to say that's a rivalry of some sort, right there. Yeah. What what I'm glad we haven't done so far on this podcast is do the normal Twitter interaction between a Texas Tech and a Texas fan and saying, "Hey, you guys stink. Hey, we beat you in football in seventy to thirty-five. Hey, we made a bowl game and you didn't. Hey, we <laughs> <laughs> the loop hey, continues. We... <laughs> right. Hey, we have the overall history over you. It's so tiring. Every right. single Twitter thread it happens with right. some, and I fell victim to it." through the pods account with some Texas burner the other day. I was like, Oh my God, why am I doing this? I should be making dinner. I shouldn't be arguing <laughs> with this guy. Who's got a King of the Hill <laughs> hobby going on right now. But, <laughs> but Kyle, you're one of the real ones. And I say that sincerely because nice. I, I, what you have come on this podcast and said every single time is exactly what we feel is it's a rivalry between Texas and Texas Tech, and it's a game that both of us care about and that both of us really want to win. And we're not pretentious in any way saying we don't care about one or the other. This is how college sports should be, and I appreciate that right. about you. Yes, thank you so much. I Yeah, I, that's why I love coming on here. Y'all are uh, basically me in the wrong colors, basically. <laughs> <laughs> or the right colors, some might say. Red is, red is so much a sexier color, and you know it. I mean, come on. You see a beautiful woman. Yes. Oh, look at that orange dress <laughs> on her. Give me a break, Kyle. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, guess, I guess you're right. Red and black is sexier, for sure. <laughs> you heard it here first. Kyle, I'm like, it says does, red and black are better colors than orange, <laughs> orange and black. No, no, okay. You you watch any like like classic like high school uh, football movie, and like the bad team is always like 
basically looking like tech when they come out. Like all the evil, mean, Absolutely. bad teams in all those movies. So black <laughs> is good, is a scary color. Red and black, baby. We love it. Okay. <laughs> Kyle, we couldn't have gotten you on here without talking about Chris Beard. Um... <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> we could. I know the football game is happening this Saturday, but, um, you know, since we've last spoken, um, Texas Tech has swept Chris Beard. Uh, he's your basketball coach now, which is fine. Um, <laughs> I don't really know where I'm going with this. I just, I just, wanted to, I just wanted to say, um, how, what are your thoughts on Chris Beard? Uh, yeah, I like him. It, it, first year, last year, not a bad, not a bad start to the year. Finally, got us a freaking March Madness win. Mm-hmm. You know, p- people have been just, you know, if if you think you see a lot of Kansas Beach on football posts on tw- on Twitter, there's a lot of y'all haven't won a a game oh, yeah. in however many years it sucks so at least he got us that i think that's a great start to his tenure here however long that may be uh i think he's heading in the right direction we'll see i think obviously so- sophomore year as a coach is like your time to you know show who you are so we'll see if he if we suck this year i don't know i, I don't think we will i think we'll be the same or better so yeah I mean, yeah. listen, that's our dream for him to suck because yeah, you know, right. He did right. nothing he committed, more. I, he I committed totally the it. ultimate, the ultimate sin of being a Texas Tech head coach. You left for Texas. That's the ultimate sin. And so, you know, I think people are people will say, um, Texas fans, I should say, would say, um, Texas Tech is obsessed with Chris Beard. I think yeah, I I know I had people last yeah. year creeping me out in my DMs about Chris Beard. I'm like, guys, I, I don't care this much. Leave me alone. Yeah. Just just anytime Texas would lose, anytime, especially after the, like the two games, it, mm-hmm. was, it was bad stuff. Tech hates Beard. Yeah. yeah. I, it's it's one of the worst I've seen. Of, it's of, scary. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> and, and listen, he committed the cardinal sin. I'm not going to blame anybody. Now, sliding into Kyle Umling's DMs, I don't know about all that. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, that, but it was lovely. Uh, me and Tristan were in Austin for the game where we beat y'all um, yeah. in, in basketball. Uh, and so that was obviously, you know, sweet relief and sweet justice uh, to see. But, um, you know, uh, all things considered, I think right now, both fan bases are pretty happy. You know, yeah. y'all won a tournament game and we swept Chris Beard and went a little further than him. So, right. I, and I think both yeah, teams it's a are win-win win for both teams. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And both teams it, are set up for success. Mark Adams is an right. unbelievable head coach. Chris Beard is doing good things in Austin. So uh, yeah. I think, I think we can kind of squash it for a little bit. We're obviously going to boo the hell out of him whenever he comes back to Lubbock. But um, I, you know, I, I just wanted to get your thoughts on, on what you feel about Chris Beard. Yeah. So um Oh, uh, by the way, we beat y'all in baseball last year. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am aware. Somehow that somehow that steal at home popped up today on the Kurt timeline. Wilson. Kurt Wilson, what a guy. <laughs> we lost Tristan for a bit, so I guess it's just you and me here. Uh, but Kyle, listen, you rock. I, I've always said it from the Talking Tech podcast. We don't talk yep. mess about Kyle online. We just don't. Because you put statistics out there that are – favorable to texas fans you have built a brand off yourself you've become a best-selling author because of that uh you know what 
what has it been like since you released the book and since, uh, you know, you developed this following? How, you know, uh, what is it like being Kyle Umling these days? Well, I mean, uh, uh, when I went to the Bama game, it was a lot of fun. Uh, just random people stopping me saying, hey, what's up? Yeah. It was, it was just cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely, man. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, you know, you're you're always a, a favorite guest here on the Talking Tech podcast. Um, wanted to get your, as we do on the Talking Tech podcast every week, uh, we've already went over UT score predictions. We've already talked about the rivalry. We've already shot the bull for a good amount yep. of time here. What's your song of the week here for the people? Because we oh, can yeah. all we can all come together on good music, and I, I need I need a good song recommendation from you. Uh, yeah, th- this one it just keeps I keep it keeps make, making me do great workouts. Uh, when it, every time it comes on, I just feel awesome. So I'm recommending this one for everyone. Uh, I'm on one by Future and Drake. I like that. Very nice. Very nice, man. Um, I'm trying to think of the first one. I know the first one you gave us was uh oh, yeah. the chicks. Uh, it was yeah, Gaslighter. Oh yeah, because that Gaslighter is a, yeah. is a great song. And then I think you gave us a rock song on the second one. So now you're yeah, going a little more hip hop, a little more good stuff. Um you know, we, we, we appreciate that. We always appreciate a good song of the week choice. Um, Tristan, your song of the week. All right, Kyle and Steven, this has been a great conversation and obviously going to be a great game with a great tech win. And after that tech win, I'm going to blare this song. And it's going to be kind of a theme song once Texas is gone into the SEC. It, it is How Do You Like Me Now? By Toby Keith. Back to the 90s when the Big 12 nice. came together. And that's a good one. conclusion comes to an end here. How do you like me now? Toby Keith. That's a great one. I played my guitar too loud. How do you like me now? How do you like me now? Now that I'm on my way. You still think I'm crazy. Gotta love it. Gotta love a good Toby Keith anthem. Uh, it's always a banger. Um, how do you like me now? We're both, we both could say that, you know, like Texas leaving for the SEC. They could say, how do you like me now? Texas right. Tech is still here. And we're like, hey, how do you like us now? Okay. We're ready to run this conference over here in the Big 12. So that's a good choice, Tristan. My song of the week, um, I listened to it a few times and everybody should probably know it by this time if you've watched college football. It's from that Coors Light commercial with the two mascots. Um, it's just such a, uh, just from the commercial, you love it. It's called, it don't get better than this by Royal Deluxe. I looked it up. I shazammed it because it's such a smooth jam. And after we lost NC state, I was like, I just want to relax. Okay. Because I'm pissed (laughs) off and I just need something to calm my brain. And this song actually a banger. So that was, uh, it don't get better than this Royal Deluxe. It don't get better than this. No, it don't get better than this. It don't get better than this. No, it don't get better than this. Coors, if you're listening, yes, we're open to sponsorships. Right here. Coors Light, <laughs> please sponsor the Talking Tech podcast. That would be dope. It would be dope. It would be dope. Uh, but Kyle, thank you so much. 
for coming on this podcast. Uh, this yep. is your this is your third straight year, and I hope to continue as long as I will be there as long. Yep, yeah, I'll be here as long as they play. Absolutely, man. Well, hey, here's your chance to plug everything that you're doing, everything that you want to tell the people uh, about. So, uh, just tell us what what's Kyle Umling up to. Uh, you know, follow me on Twitter. I'm the guy with the cartoon head and sunglasses that you've been seeing all week on Twitter. So follow him. Um, if you have any Aggie friends, I have two books, 101 facts about Aggies uh, on Amazon. They make great gag gifts for your A&M frenemies. And yeah, just come shoot me a DM if you have any stat suggestions or if you need any help with anything. I don't know if you want that, I, man. No, I no, I don't no. know if you want that. No, I, I, I get people all the time asking for and like Chris Beard takes about uh, stat stuff. So yeah, if 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 you have any Chris Beard takes or or stat <laughs> stuff, just message me. Well, actually, Tristan, Tristan wanted to ask this earlier. What's the weirdest DM you've got? Um, I mean, it could be cringy. It could be no, just was, like just. What's going just, on here? It, 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 it was a tech. It was a tech guy. I will say that. Dang it! Right on. Wreck him. But um, <laughs> right on. It's even two opposite reactions. <laughs> we we I, I, we we had we had we had just gotten beard and maybe he had taken a player or something that it was either between tech and Texas and he chose Texas or something. But y'all, it was it, that had just popped on the timeline. This guy DMs me. He's like, "You're gonna pay for this. You know exactly." <laughs> who the what what this means to me and i was like what i was like whatever and so um i just ignored him and then he had, and then he messaged me like a few minutes later saying something random like i hate your your face and then i would go to respond like lol or whatever but he would block me so i couldn't i'm like oh okay why not? he's gone 10 minutes later he messaged me again i like you know something weird like i want to pee on you and then i would go to respond he blocked me again so i was like oh so <laughs> I couldn't stop him from uh, from sending me. He continued sending me stuff. It was, it didn't, none of it made sense. It was all random and weird. And just he was just, I think he was on a rager, a downward spiral, was just uh, taking it out on me for some reason. But um, and then finally, uh, I timed it right where he had unblocked me, and I went and blocked him so he couldn't send me more. But it was just so weird. I was like, this is too much work. I, I mean, <laughs> for that's a random person. And for for somebody to keep timing it, saying, "Hey, I'm gonna send this guy a message and unblock him," and then block him right after, and it's just right. like, okay, you're trying a little too hard here, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, I do think I I, and I know we're continuing with this podcast, but um, I do think people kind of take it out on you a little bit because you're kind of the face of UT Twitter, right? You know, there's like a few sure. like UT accounts that you're just like, okay, I freaking hate that guy because he's a Texas yes. Longhorn fan, and so I'm sure you definitely got your fair share of crazy DMs. Yes, for sure. They're all my burner accounts, Kyle. It, it would it wouldn't surprise me, Tristan. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Tristan's got at least thirty burner accounts. Everybody with a with a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense that that's why that's the only reason y'all won that uh that fan poll all of his that's burners that, it's all tristan's burners he's got like it's honest work his burners got burners <laughs> it's honest work but it's good work so <laughs> oh all right kyle man we uh, okay. appreciate you coming until on, next time guys yeah absolutely there bud anytime uh wow first of all uh got a lot of respect for Stephen and tristan uh, their program, tough guys, 
Just uh, a lot of fun. I love the game of basketball, but also love West Texas. And I love Stephen and Tristan. I'm extremely proud. Well, I don't know where we go from here. I'm, I think I'm just going to sit back down. It's just not getting better than this. I would like to thank uh, Stephen and Tristan. This is incredible. These guys have a passion and a love for this school. 